Billy Graham had a movie made called The Hiding Place, and it's about this Ten Boom family. This is Corey Ten Boom, and this is Billy Graham, of course, and they're there on the set. These are the actors who played this beautiful, awesome family. This family rescued many Jewish people. They put their lives on the line to rescue many, many Jewish people in Holland from these evil Nazi guys. In fact, you know, I had an uncle... Uh, a great uncle, and he had the tattoo on the on his arm here. He was in a concentration camp, and he had missing toes. But he was the happiest, most smiled, joyful-faced guy I've ever met. He was so happy. When I was a little, little kid, I met him. And he, the reason he had these things is he was caught as well, hiding his Jewish friends in his home, and they made him walk in the snow barefoot, and they sent him to a concentration camp. He was able to survive that, but I got to tell you, he was the most joy-filled man I've ever met, and I'm so proud to be related to someone who did something like that. What a blessing. I know his place is great in heaven right now, and I know that Jesus loves him very much, and he loved Jesus. So let's get to this presentation. So this is a, a story, and there's a great song, by the way, called You Are My Hiding Place. In fact, that is my go-to song when I have problems, when the woke culture, my woke bosses kind of gang up on me and all these things happen to me at work and I'm worried about my job or my teenage son is angry with me, whatever it is, whatever's happening, that's just it's horrifying when it happens sometimes, right? Or even worse, people in other countries who are Christians being killed and having their family members killed right in front of them. But God is our hiding place. That's in Psalm 32, also in Psalm 119. We're going to look at that. But God is our hiding place. And and that song is beautiful because it's, it's you are my hiding place. You are my my everything, you know. You're whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. And that's the beautiful part of it. So this movie, you guys, this movie was awesome. It's it's an older movie. It's kind of long, but it shows you the story of the, of the Corey Ten Boom here, Corey, her father, Casper, her sister, and it's just amazing, you guys. So in 1940, when the Nazis required all Jews in the Netherlands to wear a yellow star, Casper Ten Boom, though not a Jew himself, he was a Christian, stood in line to obtain a star which he proudly wore. Wow. Only if <laughs> pastors today, right, the ones who they don't really, they used to support Israel, they don't anymore. They think, well, God's not really, he doesn't really care about the nation of Israel. It's just like any other nation. And they're following the Palestinian people even more so because that's the woke culture thing to do. But they're not taking their star today and wearing it proudly like Corey Casper uh, Ten Boom did and, and, and suffering like Corey did and her sister who died in a concentration camp or my uncle who had missing toes. Why are these people doing this? Because, my friend, I believe it's because they're cowards. In fact, in that movie, The Hiding Place, there was a pastor. This is a true story. This really happened. But there was a pastor who was their pastor. He was trying to tell... Casper Timum not to wear the Star of David, and he was telling them not to take care and hide the Jewish people 
because he was a coward and he may not have even been a real believer. So we have to do what the Bible says. And God, Jesus says, when you've done it to the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Jesus, my friend, was very Jewish. He's the king of the Jews, the king of Israel. And if that's true, shouldn't you have favoritism towards the Jewish people at least and at least love them and, and want to reach out to them and help them? Especially the way the world is today, the, the condemnation towards Israel. It's, it's just anti-Semitic. It's awful. It's evil. So you pastors, I'm going to tell you right now, you need to get a backbone and do what's right. They are still the apple of his eye, of the Father's eye. That's in Zechariah. In fact, that's in this movie. You can watch this movie where Casper Ten Boom says they're the apple of his eye. And Billy Graham supported the Israeli, the Jewish people and Israel, and so did Chuck Smith. So where does that put you, my friend, as a pastor? You should be doing the same thing. You should not be falling into this woke culture that hates Israel, the whole BDS movement, the boycott, divest, and sanction against Israel movement. That is wrong, wrong, all right? So let's continue on, you guys. Let's continue with Scripture. So there's the Star of David that Casper Ten Boom wore proudly. And when asked if he knew what might happen to him, if the Nazis ever discovered that he was harboring Jews in his home... Caspar Tenboom replied, it would be a great honor to be killed for the helping God's ancient people. Wow. So again, my uncle, I'm going to tell you the story again. He had that, that number on his arm. He showed it to me when I was a little kid, probably about the size of this kid. You know, he, he showed it to me and he smiled greatly, even though he didn't even speak my language. He was, he was actually uh, from Germany. Um, and uh, he showed me this. He didn't really speak. He, he lived in Canada at the time, showed me this when I was a little kid. But that smile told me everything, you guys. So they are still the apple of his eye, just like Zachariah says. The Ten Booms family, the family's love for the Jewish people dates back to 1844, all the way back then, because the grandfather, right, the old grandfather, uh, Ten Boom, he loved Israel and he prayed for for Israel too. So when Cory or Jerusalem, excuse me, for the Jewish people. So when Cory's great-grandfather Willem began a weekly gathering to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and for the Jewish people in Harlem, that's Harlem where they lived in the Netherlands, right? Those prayer meetings continued until 1944 when the family was arrested and imprisoned by the Nazis exactly 100 years later. Wow. So Psalm 32, guys, this is where we get that beautiful song, You Are My Hiding Place. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid. I will trust in you, and you'll you you can type that in, and hear it on YouTube or something, you guys, and it's just beautiful. So Psalm thirty-two: You are my hiding place. You keep me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance, and that's written by David. And it's Selah, Selah. What does that mean? It means the definition means 
to stop and to listen, or some say to meditate on that. Isn't that beautiful, you guys? When I have a hard time, when I'm threatened at my job by my woke leaders, managers, things like that, or I'm struggling with this world, this crazy world that we live in, I always go to that song. I'll fall asleep singing that song or listening to it on YouTube or something, and it fills me with peace and strength because I'm I'm in the Lord's arms and His strength and in His hiding place, that secret place from the Most High, that secret place that you can dwell with Him, my friend. And if you're not a believer, you could become one. You could become a believer and a child of God, born again into the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ, through Yeshua Mashiach, if you're in Israel, my friend. All right, you can do that. At the end of this episode, you'll have that opportunity. This may be speaking to your heart right now. Something's happening inside of you, and you know it. All right, let's continue on with the uh, presentation. So Selah, stop and listen or meditate upon that scripture. And then also in Psalm 119, okay, we see it again. You are my hiding place and my shield. Isn't that beautiful? I hope in, or it says, wait for your word. In 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture all the word of God, right, is God-breathed. It is inspired by God. And here in that Psalm 119, I hope in or I wait for your word. Isn't that beautiful? All scripture is given by inspiration or God-breathed. It's from God. And that's what this channel is about, the whole Bible. It's the whole counsel of God. All of it, my friend, that's what this channel is about, and that's what we go off of here. So, hey, my friend, you, my friend, can become a believer because of what the whole counsel of God says. If you're in Israel, the Tanakh, that's the Old Testament to us Christians and the New Testament together, they make one testament, and you can be a believer right now. You can say this prayer after me from your heart to God. You can say it right now. And if that's you, if you, this could be the greatest moment of your life, my friend, if you do this. So if this speaks to your heart and you'd like to do it, you can do it right now. Just repeat it after me. You're praying to God. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner and I'm sorry for my sin. I choose to turn from my sin and turn to you. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and my sin. And I believe that he shed his blood for me. I also believe that in three days he was raised from the dead and he's alive today. I choose to follow him as my Lord and Savior. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, my friend. If you did that, heaven rejoices. All of heaven rejoices right now because of what you did. God loves you and he has a plan for your life. God loves you, my friend. All right. Hey, I love you too. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next time. Remember, don't forget to subscribe. You can hit that button down below. I think it's on this side, actually. <laughs> but you can hit that button or that little icon that says WB, and you can subscribe right now. Hit the little bell too. You'll get all the alerts. You won't miss anything, my friend. All right. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.